With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Daily Devotion, episode 103, 103, Leviticus chapter 16. Well, welcome to Daily Devotion. I'm your host, Cynthia Martin. Our goal each broadcast is to read the Word of God, comment, and pray the application of those truths to our lives in 15 minutes or less. All right, let's get started. Father in heaven, we bless you today, Father, and we bow low before you and declare that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. There is no other but you. And Father, today we ask that you would come and that you would open our eyes, open our ears, open our spirits, open our hearts to understand and to hear what you would say to us today. Father, we love you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're reading from the Bible in the basic English edition. So let's go ahead and get started. Leviticus chapter 16. And the Lord said to Moses after the death of his two sons of Aaron, and when they took the strange fire before the Lord and the death overtook them, the Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, your brother, that he will, that he may not come at all times into the holy place inside the veil before the cover, which is on the ark for fear that death may overtake him. For I will be seen in the cloud over the cover of the ark. Let Aaron come in to the holy place in this way, with an ox for a sin offering and a male sheep for a burned offering. And let him put on the holy linen coat and the linen trousers on his body and the linen band around him and the linen head dress on his head, for this is his holy clothing. And before he puts them on his body is to be washed with water. And let him take from the children of Israel two he goats for a sin offering and one for a male sheep for a burnt offering. And Aaron is to give the ox and the sin off of the sin offering for himself to make atonement for himself and his house uh, free of sin. And he is to take the two goats and put them before the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting. And Aaron will make a selection from the two goats by the decision of the Lord, one goat for the Lord and one for Aziel. And the goat which is marked out for the Lord, let Aaron give for a sin offering. But the goat for Aziel is to be placed living before the Lord for taking away of sin that it may be sent away for Aziel into the wasteland. And Aaron is to give ox the of the sin offering for himself and take away the sin from himself and his house and put to death the ox of the sin offering which is for himself and he is to take a vessel full of burning coal from the altar before the lord and in his hand some sweet perfume crushed small and take it inside the veil and let him put perfume on the fire before the lord so the ark may be covered with a cloud with smoke of the perfume in order that death may not overtake him and let him take some blood of the ox and shake drops of it from his finger and from the cart of the ark of the east side before it seven times. Then let put let him put to death the goat of the sin offering for the people and take its blood inside the veil and do with it as he did with the ox, the blood of the ox, shaking the drops, drops of it on the before the cover of the ark. And let him make holy the place free from whatever is clean or unclean among the children and of their wrongdoing and all their sins. And let him do the same for the tent of meeting, which has its place among the unclean people. 
And no man may be in the tent of meeting from the time when Aaron goes in and take away the sin of the holy place till he comes out, having made himself and his house and all the people of the Israel free from sin. And he is to go out from the altar, which is before the Lord, and make it free from sin. And he is to take some of the blood of the ox and of the blood of the goat and put it on the horns of the altar around it, and shaking the drops of the blood from his finger on it seven times to make it holy and clean from whatever is unclean among the children of Israel. And when he has done whatever is necessary to make the holy place and the tent of meeting and the altar free from sin, let him put the living goat before the Lord. And Aaron, placing his two hands on the head of the living goat, will make a public statement over him of all the evil doings of the children of Israel and all the wrongdoings and all their sins. And he will put them on them, the head of the goat, and send him away and in the care of a man who will be waiting there into the wasteland. And the goat will take all their sins into a land cut off from the men, and he will send the goat away into the, wa the wasteland. And the Aaron will come into the tent of meeting and take off the linen clothing which he had put on when he went into the holy place and put them down there. And after bathing his body in water in a holy place, he is to put on his clothing and come out and give his burned offering and the burned offering of the people. And he is to take away his sin on the sins of the people. And the fat of the sin offering is to be burned by him on the altar. And the man who takes away the goat for a zeal is to have his clothing washed and his body bathed in water. Then he may come back in to the tent of the circle. And the ox of the sin offering and the goat of the sin offering, whose blood was taken into the holy place to make free from sin, are to be taken away outside of the tent circle, and their skins and their flesh and their waist are to be burned by fire. And the man by whom they are burned is to have his clothing washed and his body bathed in water, that he may come back into the tent circle. And let this be in order for you forever. In the seventh month, on the tenth day, you are to keep yourselves from pleasure and do no sort of work for these who are Israelites by birth and from those other lands who are living among you. For on this day, your sin will be taken away and you will be clean and you will be made free from all your sins before the Lord. It is a special Sabbath for you and you are to keep yourselves from pleasure and it is an order forever. And the man whose head on the holy oil has been put and who has been marked out to be a priest in his father's place will do what is necessary to take away the sin and will put on the linen clothing and even the holy robes. And he will make the holy place and the tent of meeting and the altar free from sin. And he will take away sin from the priests and from all the people. And let this be an order forever for you so that the sin of the children of Israel may be taken away once every year. And he did as the Lord gave Moses. Okay, so here what we see is really the breakdown of the Day of Atonement. And I do want to go right into my commentary in regards to this chapter. There's really a lot here, but we know that um, this law was brought to Aaron from Moses. God gave it to him instructions after uh, Aaron's sons had been uh you know, they were they were wiped out because they brought that strained fire before the Lord. And it was to give instructions for Aaron so that he could do it in a way that would be he would die, actually. But he wasn't just to come into the holy place at any time. He was only allowed to go in there by invitation at the appointed time, which was once a year, once a year, where the mercy seat was, where they sprinkled the blood. There's so many correlations between what happened in the Old Testament and what happens to us, because this is still true today. We can only come into God's holy place at his invitation. But because of the death and resurrection of Jesus, once we, we apply that, we accept that, we believe that, we confess our sins and become 
become uh, marked by the blood, we we uh, would be considered born again Christians. We have access. The word tells us that we can come in. Now, there are specific ways in which we come in, just like they did in the Old Testament. When we read through the scripture, it talks about putting the incense or, or the fragrant on the fire. And that talks about coming in before him with worship because the Bible tells us that we enter his gates with thanksgiving and praise. And those are really very good correlations of what still happens today. But there was also the point that it was solemn. It was a serious. It was important. It wasn't just, hey, yeah, let's just go in here. Going into the Holy of Holies could cost you death if you didn't do it in the right way. And today there are so many who do not even consider going into the Holy of Holies. They do not apply the blood. And so they are under a death sentence because their their blood or their life is not covered by the blood because we know Jesus came and he did the ultimate sacrifice. He did the ultimate. So it no longer has to be done again. This scripture and this uh, chapter also goes in about Aaron, what he's wearing. And he has such beautiful garments that when he attended to the people and he did his priestly duties. But when he went in on the day of atonement into the Holy of Holies, he wore very plight, just a linen white garment that was clean. He had to be very, very clean himself. And it was linen and white, which is a very humble um, lowly garment, and it really offered before the Lord uh, the attitude of submission and holiness and humble, or not holiness, but hum uh, humble. And so we also know one of the things I love about this chapter is that there was a bull and then there was two goats. And I love that God shows that Aaron himself has to offer the bull as a sin offering for himself and for his household. First and foremost, we as priests before the Lord, the New Testament tells us that we're all priests and kings, but as priests, we first must be responsible for our own sin and for the sin of our household. And so it's very important to me. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there was any significance, but it seems to be significant that the bull is much bigger than two goats, right? And so the bull was offered for Aaron and his family and for his household, that his household, then he could go on through the next steps of the Day of Atonement. There were two two goats, one which would be sacrificed, that blood along with the blood of the bull would be taken into the Holy of Holies. The other one that the high priest himself would lay both hands on it. He would confess all of the sins. You like that? All of the sins and the iniquities of the people over that goat, thereby symbolically placing their sins on that goat. There would be another priest. It would be led out into the desert. Uh, some commentaries I read said over 10 miles. And there were rules about how the priest had to do that. But he, they would go out over 10 miles and then let the goat go. Why? Because they didn't want him hanging about the camp. They don't want your sins hanging around you. Those were to be let go and released. Um, it was they, That goat was called the scapegoat. And I believe that's where we get that phrase. You know, I'm, he, we're putting on him. He's the scapegoat. He's the one who's going to take the fall for it. And this scapegoat carried the sins of the people. And the death covered, brought it in before God into the Holy of Holies, and that blood sprinkled over the mercy seat, the mercy seat, right? So we know that Jesus, he's, he, he cried out mercy for us, and he died for us, and his blood is what makes us possible to go into the presence of God, because in above the mercy seat is where God was, the scripture tells us. So Aaron goes in to the Holy of Holies, and he sprinkles the blood, and he once a year goes in before the um, Holy of Holies. Then we also see um, um, that 
Charles Spurgeon says that um, that the rabbi, uh, J-A-R-C-H-I, he's repeating a rabbi named J-A-R-C-H-I-J-R-C, I don't have no idea how to pronounce that, said the goat was taken 10 miles out of Jerusalem. So it just like I said, 10 miles because they didn't want him coming back. And I think it's really important that we recognize that we need to separate ourselves from our sins. Um, so we don't go back to them. They're too easy if they hang out about us. And so the scripture tells us in other places that we're to come out and be separate. And in this one, in this place, I think this is a, a good example. So the high priest was humble. He was spotless. He was cleaned. He had to clean himself. And when he came out, he went in alone. You know, when we stand before God, we stand before God alone. I used to tell my children, this is what I believe. This is what I I, why I believe it, but you have to make a choice for yourself because you won't be able to get in under me. You'll have to make a choice for yourself. It's just like that for you. You have to make a choice for yourself. You are alone in the decisions that you make for your life, for your spirituality. And he emerged victorious because he came out with the blood on the the mercy seat and they were covered for another year. Well, we know that when we go in alone before the Lord, when we go in and we clean ourselves and we go in before him and we make ourselves pleasing before him with uh, humbleness and we come in, we accept the sacrifice of the Lord that we can also emerge victorious. So on that day, though, the people themselves, what did they do? It was a solemn day of rest. It was a statue forever, but there was a day of rest. They were not to do any type of work or works, not good things, no type of works. All work was um, uh, ceased on that day. And the scripture tells that they should afflict their souls, which we know that most agree that afflicting their souls means it was a day of fasting. This is the only day of fasting in the Mosaic law. It is the only ordered day of fasting. God chose the day of the fast on the day of atonement. That is the day of fasting. I love that scripture has tons and tons and tons of celebrations and work come together and eat together and have parties and enjoy one another and celebrate. But on this day, this was a solemn day. It was a day of fasting. It was a day of no work. And at the end of the day, when it was all done, the blowing of the shofar occurred. And that trumpet heralds heralds today the coming of the Messiah because the scripture tells us when they hear the trumpet sound, he'll come back again. And so it's so symbolically uh, representing the life, the death, uh, our application of his death, and then our awaiting of his return. And this was a law that was given to them to occur once a year. But we know that because of Jesus, we no longer have to do this once a year. Yet he ultimately did it. I do think the practice of what they did once a day, once a year is applicable for us. I think there are times that we need to be solemn. I think we need to come before God in humbleness. I think that we need to make sure that we're washed. I think we need to make sure that before we do anything else, that we've taken care of our own sin and the sin of our household. I think those are all great principles that we can use today. So, Father, we do thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you that every story, every word in your in your word to us is applicable today, that your 
your laws, your your word to us is doesn't have a time limit, Father. As long as we're still here and breathing and you haven't come back for us, uh, this is still applicable to us today. So, Father, we ask that throughout the today you'd help us to see more of you in everything that we say and do. Father, we thank you for it. We thank you for our ultimate great sacrifice, Jesus. We thank you for the blood that's applied to our lives and to our family. Father, help us to be Uh, solemn. Help us to be respectful. Help us to honor the blood and the sacrifice of what Jesus did and go out and uh, uh, do the works that he commanded us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you for listening today. I'm Cynthia Martin. You can find out more about me at realliferevised.com. I invite you to go over there and check out the different offerings that I have available for you. Next time, we're going to be discussing Leviticus chapter 17. Until then, may you be filled to overflowing with his presence, his peace, his protection, and his purposes as we commit ourselves to know him daily, to know him daily through daily devotion. Have a blessed day. God bless you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.